All right. Thank you for uh, tuning in. This is um, Popcorn All Things. And I'm going to start off with uh, season two of my podcast. I'm here uh, with the heaviest of hearts, you know. Um, it's been a crazy year and a half with the panoramic. Um, the world shutting down. How do you start back up? We can't get back to the way things used to be because, you know, people are getting sick still. And um, it's just been taking a toll a lot. So why I'm here, because I just wanted to talk about my mom being diagnosed with breast cancer, now what? When my mom got her mammogram a couple months ago, right, the day that she got her mammogram, she got a call saying, hey, there's a mass and we would like to get you a biopsy. Now I was at her house when the doctors kept calling about her getting a biopsy and we didn't think anything of it because um, in the past, my mother had like cysts and, and it didn't really bother me. My glasses, oh my gosh, they are falling off my face, but I need them. I, I feel like right now I'm a woman of a certain age and I have to see in order to hear, <laughs> apparently. So my mom, so back to what I was saying. So my mom in the past had cysts in her breasts and they were all, it was it was nothing. But you know, being as though that 2020, a lot of people couldn't get like mammograms and stuff like that. She didn't get one last year. She got one this year. It was a mess. We didn't think of anything of it. And she when she finally scheduled her biopsy, she got it right away. And she came in and called and said, popcorn. They said it's cancer. <sighs> so, as an only child, um, my mother's only child, I was like, wow. And I said, Okay, they said it's that it might that they said it was cancer. Oh, my first response was like, oh my god, but not towards my mom. And I know that holding back my initial response was to protect her because I wanted to be able to take a minute and be able to hear and listen to what she said. But you know, when you hear that word cancer, whether it's stage one or stage four, it still hits different. So I said, okay, 
mom, what we need to do from here? She said, well, you know, I have to meet with the doctor, get some blood work done, and um, I'll keep you posted. I said, sure, sure, sure. Um, but I, so I was like, hearing this information, how do you feel right now? And she said, I'm okay. And when I heard it in her voice, I believed her. I believe her. I believe that at that moment when they told her that it was cancer, that it was breast cancer, that um, the biopsy came back and she was okay. But for me, she's my only living parent. And um, when I hung up the phone with her, I was pulled over and I just cried a little bit. And I didn't want to hold any cry. I wanted to get these tears out, y'all. So, you know, when you hear some news like that, you're like, who can you call? You know, like, so I was close to a friend's um, business and I called her and she wasn't, she didn't answer. So I went to her business she didn't answer. So I called my best friend. She didn't answer. Called my other best friend. I know I'm blessed I have two best friends. She didn't answer. I didn't have anybody to really, I didn't have anybody to talk to. So I just talked to God and it was like, oh Lord, please. I'm just asking for strength because at that point, that's what I needed was strength. Then I asked for mercy and grace for my mother's health. My, one of my best friends, she called back and then I told her and I started bawling again. And she said, and I said, it just remind me of my dad. My dad was, you know, um, diagnosed. Um, he had cancer, but oh, he's going to be fine. Just take this medicine right here, and he should be good. And he's not here with us now. So when I hear everything's going to be fine, that's what I result to. I assimilate everything's going to be fine to it's not going to be fine because I was optimistic I was positive um my dad did everything that we were supposed to do and he's not here okay he's just not here um my person she called she heard me crying she was out doing something with other friends and she came to me after she was finished doing what she was doing with her friends. But I felt really lonely. I felt really lonely. I, I know this is a lot to put on somebody or a friend or family member, but I really wanted somebody to hug, hug on me and just 
hold me while I know and be very vulnerable while I know that there's going to be times that I can't express all those feelings, hurt, scared, anger, because I have to be supportive of my mom. So when we go to the doctors and if treatment is there, that I just won't be a mess. But that day I was a mess alone. I was a mess alone. I um, have adult children. I didn't tell them because I felt like that's my mother's place to tell. Um, I haven't. When did I say, you know what, I'm gonna tell them because I didn't tell them about my dad. I told them. They were upset, but frankly so. Just, I'm just sitting here just thinking, <sighs> my mom's sick. I have adult children. I have minor children. I have um, a grandbaby. I have friends that I know that loves me. But in that moment, I had nobody. I had nobody. Then when I told my other best friend, I didn't know she was on vacation. And I didn't mean to, I don't know if I ruined it, but I know that she was really, really upset, rightfully so. But how I felt, that's what this is about what I'm going through. Because I know I can't really speak for mom because she's the one that's um, sick. But as an only child, um, I don't want my mom to be sick. I don't want my mom to be sick. I don't want to feel lonely. I don't want to feel like I can't speak to nobody about it. I don't wanna be silent. I don't wanna be private. I don't wanna be secretive about these things. But I just felt like I wish I feel like I wish I could get more from my loved ones that know that my mom is sick to support me. And I don't even know what that is. I just know I feel like I don't have it right now. And I'm saying this not to say I, I don't have supportive and loving friends, but I, I'm not feeling like I'm being supported, but I don't know how I wanna be supported. 
I don't even know if that sounds right. I want to be alone and peaceful, but then I want to be checked on. I don't feel like I'm being checked on. And that makes me sad. And um, it makes me sad a lot. And you know, when you have a whole bunch of things going on in your life, you have family, um, even your children, it's like somebody want to act out, somebody want to be difficult. And they, I know that they're not really meaning to be difficult, to make things harder for me emotionally. But hell, or maybe I'm just fragile right now. Just thinking about um, my state is fragile. I don't want to lose my mom. And I know I'm not going to lose her, but I'm talking about. I know that she's going to get through it. What is the fight? It's the fight. It's the fight that I have to see her go through. I have to be strong. I hate that phrase when you are in a fragile state because as humans, we should be allowed to be fragile. We should be allowed to have a moment of weakness and be okay, be afraid. But nobody, that, that's everybody's way. Be strong. I don't know if I can be strong. I don't know. I know I'll try to be level-headed, to listen, to nurture my mom, to be empathetic. And while I'm giving her all these things, will I be empty? Because I don't have anything or anyone or an outlet or anything that can replenish what I need to give mom. Because I definitely is going to try to give her all the nourishment that I can give her. <laughs> My mom has breast cancer. Now what? You know, you go to the doctor and they break it down to you. Okay, 
this is the cancer, this is the size. We, this is what happens if you have the smart cell or the dummy cell or two smarts in one dummy or what, oh my gosh. And you do need, nobody should be having to do this alone. You do need somebody to go there to be another set of eyes, another set of ears. They spend the first 20 minutes of giving you so much information of everything, right? They give you a general information and then they give you what's applicable to your case. And that's like another drive of information. And then they come up, this is the plan. And I just sat there and listened. I asked some questions. They write down everything they tell you and give you those notes. And just in case you have questions, things that you didn't think about before. My mom had questions she asked. Um, just being in a supportive role It's hard. And even though you don't see and deal with it day in, day in, it's still in your subconscious, it's still in your heart. It's still, you, my mom has cancer. She has breast cancer, y'all. Now what? You pray that um, for strength, for healing, speedy recovery and thank God for the science too. Another thing that you have to find out on when you get tested for the blood work and the dummy gene, and I mean the, the dummy cell or smart cell, you get genetic testing too. There were some mutations. Now I have to get genetic testing. My mom has breast cancer. Now what? Won't fight. We're gonna fight. We're gonna win. we're going to be taking some major hits during the process. All right, y'all, thanks for listening. And I don't love <laughs> this, um, this circumstance that is going on with my family and my loved ones, but I just... Well, I need to just talk about it. I am really, I am not dealing with this alone as far as my mom. My mom has a support group. I just don't have one. I feel like I don't have one. 
and I may have one. But like I said before, I don't feel like I'm being supported. And I, if somebody asks me, what do you need from me? I'm going to be honest. Right now, I don't know what I need. I don't know what I need from you other than maybe a hug or check-in or, hey, let's do brunch. Let's talk about some things. I don't know. I don't know. Now what? Now what? 